Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Mons Moose. I am Mons. I am Moose. And we are here for the, well, almost final week of the season. Oh, dude. We're getting there. Dude, hey, shit is finally starting to fall into place. It's about time. It only took 17 weeks. <laughs> That's all it took was 17 weeks. And now we're getting ready for the big season finale. Oh, yeah. They keep talking about See, uh, week 18. Yeah, I mean, there really shouldn't be any cliffhangers to this one. It's pretty much almost set so far, so, I mean, <clears throat> this was a big week for a lot of teams. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee getting a big-ass win. Um, They have the one seed, which is just nutty to me. Um, You know, Kansas City and, and Cincinnati just literally beat the hell out of each other. Literally. <laughs> beat the shit, just going shot for shot, basically. You know, but listen, I mean, I mean, Kansas City really was really just the first half team. Yeah. Only scoring three, only scoring three points in the second half. That's not how you get that done. And then his girlfriend or his wife went on Twitter saying how the refs screwed him. Like, dude, shut up. Patrick Mahomes, look, if you're listening and we know that you are, you need to find yourself some, some new people to surround yourself with, brother. Yeah, for real, bro. This, (laughs) This ain't working. This ain't working. Um... I mean, I think we got a couple of rants on the on the docket today, so probably there's probably one or two. That'll be fun. Um, but I think we need to get. I need to. I think we need to jump right into the situation with the Jets and the Bucks this week. There was a situation because this was something that I have never seen before. You've I've never seen a, a fan come out on streaking <laughs> onto the field. That's I've what, seen it, my friend. It's, it's so funny because that's what, like, the police officer said and, like, stadium security said was that we thought it was a fan on the field. Yeah. So if that's you got, what I, At first, that's what I kind of thought, too. I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> know what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, <laughs> you're probably living under a rock. Yeah. But um, Antonio Brown... Literally up and quit in the middle of the game. He just left. Literally. He took his just stuff off and he left. Yeah. He, he didn't sh- even take a ball with him. He didn't do anything. He he didn't even he walked out half dressed. <laughs> Let alone a yeah. football. He didn't even go out with his shoulder pads on. <laughs> so from all the stories that I have heard so far was he was told to go back into the game. And then yeah. he refused to go back in, saying that he was too hurt to go back in. But after that came out, then the new wrinkle came out was the trainers said that he was okay to go back in. So the trainers cleared him to go back in. Arian said, all right, go in. And he refused, I think, up like two or three times. And he's like, I'm too hurt to go in. And then mm-hmm. just, just, I know Mike Evans went over to him to try to calm him down. Yeah, OJ Howard, they both try to get him to just stay in the game he, and just stay on the sideline. He took his shoulder pads off. He threw them, took his gloves and his like undershirt off, threw it into the crowd, yep. and proceeded to run onto the field through the end zone, jumping up and down trying to hype up the crowd. Before giving the peace sign and walking up the tunnel. Yeah. 
which, what, I, it was so odd just watching the game and not knowing the context of anything. Because oh, dude, it was so bizarre. Because it's so like, bizarre. It's like we know how AB is now. Really, since that perfect hit, you gotta think that there is something wrong. Like CTE has to be has to be on the menu for that boy. He it has to be. He's never been the same ever since that hit ever. And this is probably the first time you'll ever hear me say this, like uh-huh. in a public forum. But oh shit. I have gained a little notch of respect for Tom Brady. What he said after the game was like saying that he needs help and abandoning him now doesn't help him at all. He needs to get the help because let's be honest, mental health is a, is big right now in our country. And this dude, we, it's just a pattern of just, it's like what the fuck essentially at this point. It's like yeah. Like why does he keep getting opportunities over and over again? And it's weird because Bruce Arian was like, yeah, he's on thin ice, he has one chance. And then the fake vaccination thing came out. He really should have been done yeah. then. But yep. If it wasn't for Godwin getting hurt and then being hurt just across the board, it 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 allowed him to come back and in reality, it he should have never came back. And let's be honest, if he didn't have a, a glimpse of talent the way he does, they probably never would have even given him chances like that. And you know, but even even on the field, he just he never really got going this year either. Yeah, I mean, but he could still do it though. Like you, like when he runs some routes, you could say, "Oh shit, he could he could still do this." But there's, yeah, there's just there's too much. There's too much mentally with him. Like There's way too much baggage. Like, not for nothing, if you can't team with Brady and kind of keep your shit under wraps, there's something kind of wrong there. And Something very wrong. And, you know, like, people ripped on him and everything, and, and so did I, to be fair. Because, personally, what I thought was, it's just another A-B thing. Like, we've seen this type of shit before. Where he acts out, where he doesn't get his way, he storms off. Like, we've seen it. Yeah. But there's a glaring problem with him, and that he he needs to find somebody to steer him in the right way, or something, because it's not normal at this point. It's not. And you need to figure something out with this dude. You can't keep mm-hmm. giving him opportunities to do this, because this was a game... Where he put himself before the team. And you, you simply can't do that. Especially a Tom Brady-led team. No. It's somebody with such a leadership role in Tom Brady and the fact that you're you're chasing that ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look. You have... Your team is stacked across the board. You have a very good chance to win another ring. Dude. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's so... It's so weird because of how everything went down. Like he, yeah, no, he, he, like Arians told him to get out, so he left. And then Arians went on the post game saying, "Oh, he's not a buck anymore." Which and I, yet today he's still on the roster. Yeah, which I mean, I gotta think some kind of tempers flare or something, heat of the moment type of thing. But I mean, it needed to happen. 
Him, yeah. him being released needs to happen, and I think it's all but going to happen within the next, what, week or two before the playoffs start? Yeah. But, I mean, he can't be on a team after that. There's no way. No, I would, I would think no way. But he just needs to find something to fix himself. Because, like we mm-hmm. said, he hasn't been right for quite a while now. I mean, really, yeah. like since that hit, he he has gone off the off the rails. Like we saw the debacle with the Raiders. Um, he went to New England, and then he didn't work there under Belichick and Brady. Then he he came here. It's just like, what what needs to happen for you to get better? Like you need to kind of step away from football now because it, it's concerning. Well, I mean- well, don't even you know, don't uh, don't forget the quick non-existent time in Oakland. Exactly, and like we saw all that shit with um, what was it um, Hard Knocks, right? We saw all that yeah. shit with him. So it's like, at what point do you you say enough is enough? Like you can't can't keep making the excuse that talent outweighs everything because it simply doesn't anymore. No, you can't have it, and I mean. Again, what Brady said was he needs to get help, and he needs people around him that are going to push him to do that. And I respect that, but for his sake, you need to just stay away from football now. Like, you probably should have stayed away the first time you retired, <laughs> but yeah. now it's just... But now, yeah. now, you gotta, now it has, there has to be a lot of uh, self-evaluation, you know, self-reflectment on his half, and... and Especially you have to – he's got to start asking himself, honestly, is he okay with football being over or is he okay with where he – you know what I mean? Because with the way everything's been going on, his last couple of stints with the last couple of teams after Pittsburgh, it's just – it's been a train wreck. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because all the teams that he's gone to had potential. I mean, the Raiders are, are – the Raiders, they're, they're – they're fighting for a playoff spot right now, but I mean, if they would have had him on the team and Waller balling out and Jacobs, I mean, that was a nice little team that they could have had. And yeah. we don't need to go into detail about Belichick, Brady, and now Brady and his new team. I yeah. mean, that that's potential across the board. Ever since leaving Pittsburgh, where you were, you were the best wide receiver in the league. It's just, oh yeah, at, like. It needs to come to a head where it's on him to to really evaluate and say, I need help. But I don't know if he can grasp grasp that concept that he needs help. Because maybe in his mind that he doesn't feel like he needs help. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I don't think he believes he needs help. Because I don't Look, I don't know him personally. I don't know his personal life. I don't know if he has anybody around him that is going to push him to do that. But like... yeah. But somebody, like, if it's Brady, then do it, then reach out and try to help this dude. But at the end of the day, it's got to be him doing it. Because it's only, it's 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 his choice to get right, his choice to get healthy. If he doesn't want to do that, then there's nothing you can really do. It sucks to see because he was a great talent. He wasn't this diva that we all know. Like, I was reading reports about people that interviewed him when he was with Steelers and everything saying... Oh, he was this friendly guy. He was humble. He was helping everybody out in the locker room. 
And now you just see news like over the past couple of years where it's all about him. It's a him thing. So it's it's disheartening to see that talent go to waste because I feel like he could still do it. But at this point, it's just like you need to get right. You need to put football behind you and just go about your life that way. Because look, not for nothing, you're good. You're probably going to make the Hall of Fame. I mean, your numbers are retor- are just ridiculous now. But it's oh, just, absolutely. But that's the that's the lasting image you want of yourself on the football field. Is you shirtless jumping up and down in the visitors' end zone? I mean, yeah. come on, man. Like, I I hope he gets right. I mean, you don't want to see that kind of image anymore. But again, it's going to start with him, and I hope he realizes that he needs help. Um, if he doesn't. Then I, I then I really don't know, but it's just, oh, it's just it was it was like I was laughing when it happened because I didn't I thought it was just another Antonio Brown thing. Well, that's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, reports coming out and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. It is what it is. Like we said, we we hope he he finds the help that he needs. But again, it, it's all him, and it needs to, it starts and ends with him. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to say about it. Um, we can hop into some of these games if you want. Um, I mean, we could stay with the same game. We could stay with the Jets and the Bucks, because I Jets have a little, I have a little rant here, John. Oh boy, he's got another rant. And if you follow me on Twitter, you'll you'll know what I'm about to talk about. Oh, I know exactly what you're about to talk about. So, here we go. This Everybody one, get ready. <laughs> get yourself a beer. So, okay, so the Jets lost this game 28-24. to 24. Wow, that's now, now, not for nothing, this was not the best game nothing. the Jets have played all year, in my opinion, yeah. and especially Zach so. Wilson. I think Zach Wilson played his best game as a Jet, and I've said that over the past three, four weeks. Um, I think he's making very good strides. Um, he's not turning the football over, and this was the first week where he looked Completely decisive and accurate with the football. Now, there was a play now, at the end of the game. It was a fourth and two. And it was okay. a, and the play call, what we thought was a quarterback sneak, which I texted you, and I'm like, what the hell was that? Because yeah. it's a fourth and two, and you're going to run a QB sneak. A QB sneak is a half a yard, maybe two a yard. That's it. So, supposedly, the play call is a quarterback sneak with the option of an end around. So, he would have handed the ball off to Berrios, and that would have been it. So, there's some miscommunication between Sala, LaFleur, and Zach Wilson. The coaching staff should have told him to not sneak the ball and to run the end around to Berrios. Because if he would have handed the ball to Berrios, Berrios could have moonwalked his way into the end zone, and the game would have been over. But in the option, if he ha- if Wilson has the A-gap open, he's instructed to sneak the ball. So what Zach did was he saw the A-gap open, so he snuck the ball. So in conclusion, they didn't, they didn't get the first down. And they wound up losing. They let Brady go down 93 yards in less than two minutes. No shit he did. Which, which, I was just <laughs> say, which we all saw coming. No shit. So after the game... They said that there's a miscommunication error, blah, blah, blah. Fine, whatever. Look, 
rookie head coach, rookie OC, rookie rookie quarterback. Look, shit like this is going to happen. It is. And look, not for nothing, you played your ass off in this game. Mm-hmm. And after the game, they on SNY, they have like a Jets recap show. It's like an hour or something. So they have the host, I don't know what his name is. They have Bart Scott, they have um, Damian Woody, and they have... Um, oh, I'm not sorry. Not not Damian Woody, I'm sorry. Um, Willie Colon and um, Lise Doosable. So, all former players. And they had the the audacity to say that Zach Wilson, his ego got in the way, he's selfish, he's a me guy, and that it's all about him, and that he wanted to play hero in this game. And I sat there, and not for not, they ripped this kid for like, not even like, like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And like, if you sat down, you watched this game, how can you possibly say that about Zach? Like I like I said, I'm all for I support my quarterbacks until the fucking end. But that was not what I saw from Zach this week. I have to be honest, I haven't seen Zach play like that in over a month. Yeah. So how I, I just don't understand how these three are sitting there saying it's an ego thing. Oh, it's a character flaw. In what realm is this is like if you look at the game, if it wasn't for Zach, they would have been gone. They would have been dead. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sitting there, and it was it was genuinely frustrating me because it's like these three are sitting here just talking shit about Zach for no reason to get clicks on a story or a narrative. Again, from everything that I've heard since his since his days in college and now. Believe me, I read a shit ton of articles about this kid. Not one person I have read from BYU or the Jets has said that this kid is selfish, has an ego, has any of these things. He's spoiled. Again, where where is this narrative coming from? Because there's only a handful of people that have said this. Colin Cowherd said yeah. it at the beginning of the year where he said he comes from money, which again, makes no sense to me. And that he's spoiled. How's he? Sp- in what way was he spoiled? He drove for DoorDash in college to pay for quarterbacking lessons in California. So again, where where does spoiled come into this? Where does an ego come into this? The kid made a mistake on an unclear play call against Tom Brady. Like in a big moment. In what? In like if you watch that game, did you did you think that? Zach Wilson was making a hero play at the end. No, you uh, thought not that play. You thought it was you thought it was a bad play call. Now I will say this: I, the only way I would have I would have said he made a a you know a big me call or, or a selfish call was if he dropped back and he you know made a throw into a window where there was at least three friggin' defenders. Sure. And him and him trying to be a hero then i would have been like nick that was a very selfish move that was stupid but i mean that play call what it originally looked like to us was horrible yeah horrible play call i mean unfucking believably bad and i even said i go why wouldn't you have just 
handed it off to, to Braxton. I go, even if the defense would have knew where you were going, it made sense. The guy's obviously your best offensive weapon as of right now. And I'm not saying you have any really offensive weapons besides maybe him and Michael Carter. But And, it, and he mean, was out. Jet, and Michael Carter was might, out. You might as well go with Braxton Barrett. I mean, what? why not? You got nothing to lose. Exactly. And I guess everything to really much just gain. And look, they were they were gashing. They gashed them on the ground this week. They they kind of did they work against them. They were doing good. They so, were. I mean, Michael Carter had, what, three carries for like 54 yards. Yeah. And, I mean, before he got a concussion, I mean, on fourth and two, I mean, you could you really could have done anything but quarterback sneak yes. it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you could throw it short and you can give it to Berrios, but – at the end of the day, I just don't see how these three guys who have played the game of football for X amount of years can sit there and rip a 21- or 22-year-old kid for a bad play call and a miscommunication from the coaching staff and say that he's the issue, he's a problem, he has an ego, he has all this. I'm just – I'm sitting there and I'm baffled. Yeah. And and they wonder why some guys don't make it in New York media. It's because of shit like this. It's because because yeah. if you look, if you watch this game, if he would have converted on that fourth and two, he would have been the talk of the town. He would have. Yeah. He 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 would have been the hero to to beat Brady and probably Brady's final time at MetLife Stadium. He would have been a yeah. he would have been a hero in his own regard. To say that, oh, it was a hero play? No, I'm sorry. That's not a hero play. It's simply not. No, that's not even close. A hero play is throwing the triple coverage, hoping that he catches it. I'm sorry. And then then I would have been like, you know something? You got to learn to be a little bit more boring, you know, or listen to your coaches. Yeah, and look, not for nothing, he's done that. You could see the progression over the past month. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't need to, t- I don't need to tell you. Over the over this game alone, he was, he was the best he looked. He had yeah. the he had the run game working. With with the shit that he has, it was amazing that they were even in this game. It yeah, and the fact that they were winning, with three minutes left in the third, is just insane. And they looked good. Offense was moving. They were moving the ball. The defense was was holding its own until the the dam finally broke. But it's Tom Brady. It's only a matter of time before he figures it out. Yep. And look, not for nothing, to say that Zach Wilson was the problem this week and it's his fault that they lost, I'm sorry it's not. That The defense should not let up a, a 93-yard drive at the end of the game when the team has no timeouts. They shouldn't be giving up third and 20s earlier in the game that led to a touchdown. Yeah. To, to say it's unacceptable. To say it's Zach's it's Zach's fault is simply wrong and I I'm just it just bothers me that that's the narrative that was taken away was the Antonio Brown thing and the fourth and two call. I, off of a game that they should have won, yes, but it's a step in the right direction nonetheless. Yeah. It gives you some kind of confidence moving forward. And to be a 14-point underdog at home against Brady and you have 
You took him down. You played 58 good minutes of football. Look, not for nothing, for a team that is not going anywhere and that has looked putrid at times this year, have looked pretty competent over the past couple weeks, and it gives you some kind of direction, hopefully, that they can keep building off of. Because they had no business even being in this game, and they lost by four in the last 10, 10 15 seconds. Yeah, and we, we thought that they would have lost by... <laughs> 30 plus. <laughs> but that, it, it just sucks because those two things, the fourth and two and the AB thing, just completely overshadowed what was a very good football game, nonetheless. When was the yeah, last. It was entertaining. When was the last time you heard me say that Jets played an entertaining football game? Been a, been Since a Cincinnati? Been a minute. <laughs> so, again, I, I feel like New York media is just completely ridiculous. And, and that's why it's so hard to even make it a thing in in New York. It's hard to make it in New York is because of just that alone. Yeah. And if you look at it, Zach is getting all this blame for this fourth and two call. Yet Trevor Lawrence threw another three or four interceptions this week. Again. And and you don't even hear a peep about it. Not even a peep. No. It it's just it shows how ruthless New York media is. Yeah. And Especially for a young kid, like I said, I think Zach is a little more mentally strong than Sam was. Um, but I think Zach has a better surrounding staff with him to kind of pick him up and tell him not to listen to that bullshit. Because yeah. with Sam, I mean, what is Gate? Gates added fuel to the fire. <laughs> He's like, oh, absolutely. So at least I feel like Zach has some kind of, like, a stronger support group around him. And the players love yeah. playing for him. They said it. Um, Barrios was like, yo, I trust number two in my life. So, I, I mean, they they like the kid. I just, I don't understand the whole hate for him on SNY. I think it's just ridiculous. And it was completely uncalled for. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a weird flex by Bart, Scott, and, and them, honestly. Dude, like, not for no. I had, I had, like, I have respect for them because, look, they are players. They are old players for the Jets and everything. But, like, I was just sitting there and I'm like, what? Like, what are you, are you guys watching the same game I am? But I think, I think it was some predetermined shit. And I, I don't know. I think it was just to get stories and to get clicks and all that shit. Personally, that's how I feel. Because you yeah. can't, you can't tell me, you can't sit there and tell me that you watched that game and you said that he's selfish for running on fourth and two. On um, that's what the play call was. Sorry, it just it doesn't work for me. And look, I think personally, I think they should fire those three and put me and you on there. That's just my call. <laughs> but again, well, we we could be we could be hella entertaining. You know what I mean? I mean, look, all all we need is a chance. All we need is a chance, babe. Just a chance. That's that's all we ask. I don't think we ask for much. Ah, man. Ah, just one chance. That's not really much. Literally one chance. All we need, and that's it. And we'll take off. I promise. Listen, I think uh, if you look at it at a team that needs that one little glimmer of hope, I mean, look at Tennessee, looking like they're about to get Derrick Henry back. Dude, oh my god, this team, look. This is what good coaching does 
to teams. Yeah. You can be out your your best player in Derrick Henry for more than half the season and still be in first place, not even in your division, but in the whole entire AFC. Yeah, the whole AFC. That's without Julio Jones because he's just gone. He's a A.J. Brown is, is in and out of the lineup. I, Dude, I mean, not for nothing. Once Derrick Henry went out, I'm like, okay, this team is probably going to crumble now. But Oh, yeah. I mean, Vrabel should be considered coach of the year, at least in my opinion. He should be up there. Why not? I mean, look what he's doing with nothing. Um... It's pretty incredible. But again, this was a game that we talked about last week about teams riding high, possibly getting to the playoffs. We we both said the Dolphins were kind of fluky. And, yeah. and and finally they played somebody up to their caliber and they got smoked. Smoked. It was 34 to 3. It wasn't even it wasn't close. Even, wasn't even close. Um I mean they it's like it's almost like they didn't even they didn't even put up a fucking fight. Oh and no! Really, this was this was a game for Miami to kind of do what like the Jets just did, you know, rise up to the occasion, fight, and they yeah. didn't do that at all. And like, I think I think they're officially eliminated from the playoffs. I think. Yes, I mean, they are. I mean, it's over. Like we said last week, Miami was benefiting off a soft ass schedule coming down the stretch. And they finally ran into a, a hungry team that is looking to not only win a division at that point, but to compete in the AFC. And look, they smacked yep. the they smacked the shit out of them, which they should have, because I don't think Miami is that good of a team. Um, but they got it done. They they just ground and pound the shit out of this team, like it wasn't even close. They put almost yeah. two hundred on the ground against them. That's all you need to do. And now you're gonna get Derrick Henry back, which he probably won't play this week. Um, if they can clinch the number one seed, that's even better for him and that team. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't really have much to say about Miami just because I think they're a lot worse than what their record says, just because of that schedule down the stretch. It's just a, it was a brutal schedule down the stretch of teams that oh. that they were playing. They were bad. Yeah, they were just bad. They were just bad fucking teams. Oh. Um, again. I mean, and then and then I like, unlike what Miami did, in my opinion, I actually picked the Raiders to win this week, and against a hot Colts team. Yeah, I, look, this was a team that I have been riding high on for a while with the, uh, yeah. with the Colts. It was a it was a good game too. I mean, this shit was no, close. It, was. it came down to the very end, but I mean, at the end of the day. Derek Carr just got it done. I mean, and, and Derek Carr has a chance to get to the playoffs because of it. You, you see this wild ass scenario going on? No. All right. So if I didn't want to hurt my brain, if the Jaguars win this week, I think they okay. play. I think they play the Colts this week. Okay. If if the Jaguars win, all right, let's do it. Jaguars beat the Colts, then. Because they flexed the Raider game, or they, I think I think it's the Raiders and the Chargers play this week. It's Sunday. That's it's the last game of the of the week. If they tie, they both get into the playoffs. 
Both the Raiders Yo, and the Chargers could, both make it in. Could you imagine if that happened and before the game they looked at each other and went, We're just going to need it. Nobody score anything. <laughs> and we'll both get in. Handshake on it. <laughs> that would be some shit. Like, what, what would you even do? Because, <laughs> like, no, I'd be like, I'd be like, listen, you want to rest your players? We're going to rest our players. Oh my god, dude. That would be the ultimate I, I, fuck you. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what an award would be, but like you feel like Derek Carr deserves some kind of an award this season. Look. I don't know what award, but like <laughs> the fact that this guy may get them may may get them into the playoffs is almost like a feel good story in itself. Yeah. And then they'll get like bounced like immediately, but like he, he I don't know. It's just shouldn't even be in this position. No, but the fact that he at least he could say he got them a winning season. Which after all the shit that you heard, did you think they would even finish nine and eight? No, <laughs> I I thought they were going to be under five hundred for sure. Dude, losing a head coach, losing a a big wide receiver, you lost multiple people during the year, and now you lost somebody else on the defense. Yeah. So it's like, what does their car need to do to keep this team intact? Like, Look, does he have to invite the entire team to sleep over? <laughs> you know what? Just invite the whole team, put them in the basement, and just lock the door. Big slumber party. Like, <laughs> the, the shit that he has done all year, like I said a while a while back that he should be considered for MVP, I think that still stands for me. The shit that he has endured is just absurd, and most other people would have cracked, but oh, he's... he's I gotta, listen... <laughs> I gotta say, if you're if you're a Raiders fan, honestly, and you are on that wagon of going, I think Derek Carr needs to go. We need to go to another thing. What I I don't know what other quarterback you're necessarily gonna want besides obviously the studs. Like, what yeah. has the guy done that was so bad that you would think, oh, we definitely need to get another quarterback? I mean, he's 30 years old. He's still young enough. And the dude is a leader. Yes. If anything, he is a leader. I just... Dude. <sighs> it is so crazy just thinking about it, man. But, like, there's nothing else that Derek Carr needs to prove to anybody about his leadership, at least. Oh, dude, damn, he, no. He could still throw the ball around, too. Oh, dude, he could sling that thing. So it's like... If you haven't seen enough of Derek Carr right now as a Raiders fan, I don't know what you want. Cause he's got yeah, every, there's he, nothing else he could do. You, he has everything that you need. I mean, look, on the field, yeah, he could be a little inconsistent at times, but he's got the leadership role. He can win you games. There's a good chance he's not going to lose you games. Just be grateful for what you have because there are some, there are some teams that don't have that <laughs> and that haven't yeah. had that in a while. So... Um, we'll talk about another team that, that has something like that, but that's for the end of the show. <clears throat> but, I mean, yeah, the Raiders came out. They beat the Colts. I mean, I don't know what scenarios need to happen for either of those teams to make it if they don't tie, of course. Um, yeah. But, look, both both quarterbacks put their teams in a position to make the playoffs, which we really didn't think because Oakland is just – they were a shit show. From early on, they were a shit show, and the Colts just started off horrible. 
but they rallied. I mean, Jonathan Taylor should be in the conversation of MVP. Um, I would think so. So, I mean, you just got to keep – you, you got to mix up your game plan a little bit if you make the playoffs because if, if, if you're going against the Colts, you could just stack the box and try to stop Jonathan Taylor. And yes. Then, and then try to make Wentz beat you, which eventually yeah, – which... Wentz will make the mistake. Yeah, well, uh, you know, he didn't really make any big mistakes this this, this game, but uh, he was not very good. Yeah, no, he he wasn't. So, I mean, it's the Jonathan Taylor show over in Indy. And I think that that may be a problem moving forward. If you become too one-dimensional, it can go bad for you. But again, we've been saying that again about Tennessee, too. But they've they've shut me up real good. <laughs> yeah, they, they shut your mouth. So no problem. I don't know. There's still a team that I wouldn't I wouldn't want to bet against or see just because of Jonathan Taylor. But at the same time, it's like, what can you really do, man? Carson Wentz is eventually, if you pressure him enough, he'll make the mistake, and then you can go from there. Oh, the dude's gonna cave. Yeah. So for damn sure, I gotta say the the. The team that that you were to, you were talking about a little bit last week and saying, well, why not, John? Why not? Was the good old Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, I mean, look, this was a game that we we both said the Chiefs would probably win. But yeah, goddamn, I thought I it was going to be a shootout. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a shootout. And it was. But I thought the, it was. I thought the Chiefs were going to win though. But dude, since he clutched up, not only did I they win the game, that. they won. Yeah. They won the division. They did. I mean, at the start of the year, they were the last team I would have thought would win the division. Quite possibly. Just because you didn't know what you were going to get from them. Especially, Honestly. Especially with Burrow coming back from that injury. You don't know what yeah. to really expect. They drafted a wide receiver that in training camp couldn't catch, which he has proved everybody wrong about that. Every <laughs> single body. Um, Every single person. And he stayed healthy for the most part. I know he was limping at the end of the game and everything, but... So, so apparently so was Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he's they're getting it done. But I don't know how sustainable that is if you're giving up 31 points. Because, look, not for nothing, Burrow put up 446. And last week he put up, what, 525? Yeah, he's almost put up 1,000 yards in two games. So how sustainable that's, is that's that really? Well, like, the, it, it it becomes a problem because you become that one-dimensional kind of a football team. My thing, I think, is going to be that they're still going to have an issue with being not a one-dimensional football team and trying to get Joe Mixon back into the mix. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just becoming dynamic like that. But I still think... If I was to say something that would hold them back is just the youth at the key positions in these key moments, because I would still take Kansas City probably if this was an AFC championship game. Oh, yeah, I would just something something that they've been around. And I'm not saying that Joe Burrow in college, it can't reflect into the NFL. It can, but it's not the NFL. That doesn't it just doesn't hold as much. Yes, you've been in big game situations. And you've done it, and you've done really well, but it's not the NFL, and it just still doesn't 
it just doesn't muster up to it. Yeah, and in <clears throat> in college, you really don't see a team play each other more than once. I mean, maybe you will at some point, but I mean, it's usually a one and done in college, where you see the team once yeah. and then that's it. This this the NFL, and you have to go through the best team, and Kansas City is probably going to be the best team moving forward if I had to put my money on it. But yeah, you don't think Andy Reid is looking into Cincinnati now to see how how to beat them? I mean, you don't look, think Vrabel is exactly. I mean, look, Jamar Chase has been going off the past couple weeks. He's your guy. He's the guy that you need to really like watch out for because he has proved everyone yeah. wrong. He is just—he is going off. He's putting up video game numbers. This is stuff I do in Madden. Yeah, no, this is easily Madden. Two sixty-six. Get the hell out of here! Are you kidding me? And not to get off topic, but did you did you watch any of that Rose Bowl at all this weekend? No, bro. Holy shit! Fucking Ohio State. Oh my! It was this game was that game was unreal. That's up there with like Texas USC back in the day of how good it was. Wow. The one kid had like over three hundred yards receiving. Oh yeah, I heard about yeah I heard about him. (laughs) It was so dumb. Like what? Like, what is this world coming to? Burrow's thrown for over 500. Jamar Chase has, like, 500 over the past two weeks. I'm like, okay, dude. Okay, well, why can't the Jets have any of this? What is going on? No, none of it. Why? why, why? I, I get you're shit on. Your quarter, I get shit on. You're, if you're lucky, if uh, your quarterback has 266 yards. <laughs> I get shit on for a 4th and 2 call, and I get fucking ripped. That's cool. That's great. Love it. Love it. <laughs> But no, I, I think Cincinnati really stepped up. I just think that if they can't hit the big play, I feel like they're kind of in trouble. But again, if they can keep making these big plays, why can't they do it? Who would have thought that they would have put up 34 against an improving Kansas City team and just win a shootout against Patrick Mahomes? And, uh, yeah. and to hold that team for three points in the second half. I mean, shit, man. Why can't you do it again? But again, now there's yeah, more. Why not? Now there's even more film on you. Yeah. So it's People gonna, are gonna try to figure you out. Yeah, and now it's now is the time that experience and veterans are really gonna pick you apart. Yeah. Now it's gonna come down to the coaching of Cincinnati to switch up that game plan going into the playoffs and to just come up with something because. Joe Mixon has been low-key kind of good this year. So, yeah. I mean, you have a lot of weapons on offense, really. There's no reason why you can't do this. It's going to be the defense to really hold their own and to give your offense a chance to win football games because now is the time that it's really going to pay off or it's going to hurt you. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to hold it but I wouldn't put it past them to hold it to really keep stepping up and developing. Cause I mean, look, you need the experience and this is going to be good experience, whether you win or lose. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm on board the, the Bengals bandwagon, but it looks good right now. And I know they're not starting their, their starters on Sunday. So if everyone wants to get healthy and then go into the playoffs, then I'm all for it. 
because I don't yeah. think I don't think that they can move out of their spot or whatever. But I I think what they're doing is 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 very entertaining, and it's something that I didn't expect them to do. But I mean, look, they're here. They won a division over teams of Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland, who just completely suck. <laughs> and yeah, look, they they made it and. It is what it is with them. I think I think they could steal a game or two in the playoffs, but again, it's going to depend on matchup and and how they really how that defense holds together. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City, I'm not really worried about. Look, you put up 31 points. You just you didn't play a good second half. There's really not much else to really say there. Um, I mean, there's a couple. The Rams went into Baltimore. Pretty much ending their season as well. Um, yeah. Again, the Ravens. It sucks for the Ravens because they are a good football team. It's just they and they're good, and I think they're a good coach team. Yes. Um. But week after week, it's been injury after injury. Um, Lamar being down for the past what three weeks has really yeah. killed their season. It's just this is a team that is, it was just one injury too much to really that really broke the team. They they haven't been mm-hmm. healthy all year. They've been down to like their eighth running back in the depth chart or something. <laughs> it's been absurd. Um, but no, that that was a team that we thought would have won the division. Um, because Lamar and everything like that, but. They just they couldn't stay healthy, which which sucks because your whole season is based off of injuries, and that's really not good, and not what you want. Um, yeah. But again, the Rams they found a way to win this game. Uh, but not for nothing, Baltimore was holding this team for most of the game, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that the Rams put up 13 in the fourth to win this game. Yeah. So, I believe so. So Baltimore, their defense did the job. They they held yeah. them in check, and like we said, when when the playoffs come, defense really wins championships. And I mean, that the Rams are a Super Bowl contending team, and if you can hold them to twenty points, good chance that you can win you that look, game. Oh, you like your chances. I mean, you know, especially with the whole what is Matthew Stafford? Exactly. And look, Stafford had a good game. Put up three oh nine. Um just Cooper Cup went off again for ninety five. Again. This, this dude, that before. This dude, what is going on? Holy shit. He is going off having a career year. Dude, Jesus Christ. His contract's not up, right? <laughs> no, I think they recently signed him, right? That's I, what I think. I think they extended him. I believe. Um, I believe so. Um but yeah, I mean, look, they're they're getting right for the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, look, we're we're about to talk about the NFC in a minute here, but <sighs> shit, man, that's a that's a huge win for them to kind of keep pace. I don't, I mean, I think they could still win. I think they could still take the first seed, if I'm not mistaken. Who? The Rams. No. They can't. The number one seed? Yeah. No. 
They can't get the one seed from Green Bay? No, I'm, I'm like 99% sure. Oh, I, I well, because I'm looking, Green Bay is 13-3 and three and the Rams are 12-4. and four. But what's their conference? The okay. Conference yeah, Green, well, Green Bay is 9-2 and two and the Rams are 8-3. and three. So it's only yes, separated by one game. I still think it's I still think it's because uh, I'm trying to remember who. Oh, you're right. You're right. Green, Green Bay yeah. clinch home field. Yeah, because yeah, I remember right. that's all anybody kept saying, and I was like, that that to me gives the clear cut number one to the Green Bay Packers. The way every team has performed right now up to this point, I would say the only team that can compete with them at this moment are the Rams. Yeah, I mean, look, we we talked about Brady and, and the Bucks. They're just they're decimated. They're another team that's decimated by injuries too. Where yeah, it's, it's like, starting to it's starting to catch up. Yeah, so it's like you look. You can't put a pass Brady in the playoffs. No, you never. just simply I, you can't. Know, I, I don't really. I don't really want to ever bet against them. But I'm just saying. But you know, at Lambeau, it's gonna be hard, especially. I like one man. If if it was, if they were fully healthy, then Tampa Bay can go in there and do what they did last year and beat them. But with, oh, with them with them being short a couple of superstars, it's gonna be a little harder, but it doesn't put it it doesn't it doesn't put it past me that that him, he can win. Yeah, of course not. Because look, not for nothing, it's Tom Brady, man. There's, the second that you bet against least, him is the, the second that he proves you wrong. Yeah, and, and you don't think he's gonna be licking his chops? Oh, of course he is. And look, not for nothing, Green Bay's in a lot of close games this year. They are. Especially just, lately. They've just been the best team, in my opinion. They've and found, I, think, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers has been playing pretty much basic, perfect football. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's really not much else to say about Green Bay. Is that they're, they're the cream of the crop. I mean, I still think that they can have, like, Get got essentially. They can somebody can have it their yeah. way with them. Um, it's just a matter of outplaying number twelve. And good luck. It's tough, especially at Lambeau, because he knows that shit all too well. Um, oh, dude, good luck. Very <laughs> much good luck. But um, let's move on to your game because this was a game that you were texting me and you were tweeting feverishly that you were not a happy camper. Not a happy camper. So, are we ready for rant number two, or is it going to be more calm, or what are we, it can, it, it, what are we looking it at can here? Be, it could potentially be the calmer thing, and okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why it, it's more of a calmer tone is, A, for the listeners, Okay. because I'm, I'm, listen, I don't want to blow people's eardrums out, because it just, it's, you know, there's one point where it's okay, I get it, and there's another point point where you're kind of like all right you know what john like now i'm not even listening because you're just <laughs> screaming and it's you know um if we were going to do this podcast on monday oh um oh, shit. i would have def i would have definitely said listen just you know i i don't know how we're going to control the volume i'm sorry but uh it's gonna happen yeah in case, um, in case you guys don't know we have to do a remote again so yes we are doing remote because i just don't want to leave the house um and, so, and plus, I don't want him to hit me after after this Dallas game. So, so you know, the, the Cowboys versus the Cardinals, 
right? Yep. So first time Dallas is going to verse uh, what what would be a pretty good team. Playoff team, yeah. Um, but a team that has been on the ropes. Yep. And it's that game where, you know, you could probably shut a lot of people up. Yeah. You know, and yep. you could give people that, you know, no no doubt and, and all, all that good shit. And I, I'm not even going to talk about the Cardinals. Congratulations. I think they had a phenomenal game plan. I think they did what they needed to do. Um, they just need to get healthy and just see what they can do in the playoffs. Um, I don't know exactly who they versed first round because I don't. I think they should just give up the division because they can technically win the division still. Uh, so yeah, they, I think I'm, so. If I'm, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they could still technically win the division. So they still have something to play for if they really want to. But the truth is, there's a good chance they may be just versing the Rams no matter what. If the Rams win out, if I'm not mistaken, I, I'm pretty sure it's. There has to be a lot of hoopla that, that would happen, but Dallas is staying at four, and I think Tampa Bay is going to be basically uh, just staying Great. where they are. I, yeah. I I believe. Yeah. So it's Green Bay, the Rams, case, Tampa, and then you. So in that case, if you're if you're the Cardinals, what the hell? You know, just rest and go against a divisional opponent and try to play upset. And why not? You know, yeah. you can. So, congratulations to Arizona. That's great. I'm not here to talk about Arizona. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm here to talk. I'm here to talk about another particular team, um, the Dallas Cowboys, who could have, you know, they played a game the week before, if you remember, right? Yeah. And everyone was smiling and listen. It was an enjoyable game. I I watched it. I liked it. And I had something in the back of my head though the entire time, and I said. This is great. This is a great game. This is a great uh, get well game, right? Oh, everybody looks good again and all that. And I said, that's 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 fine. I said, that's fine. I said, but let's see if you can bully a, a playoff team, right? Because yeah. it's easy to bully a team that doesn't have a starting quarterback, really, and yeah. um, they're struggling and they're on the ropes. It's easy to beat that team. Right, you look dominant, you look great, you put up 50 points. Phenomenal. If you would have put up 35, 38 points against Arizona and held them to even just the 21, I would have said, What a hell of a game for the Cowboys, Nick. I think we're coming into the playoffs at the right time, but we're not coming in at the right time. No, it's not a good time. In fact, if you're a Cowboys fan like I am, buyer beware, I smell what the future is about to hold for us. And I think it's going to happen again, just like it has happened in the past. So I'll give you my prediction a little bit later once we talk. But okay. I'm watching this game, and it's the same shit. It's the same shit. I look at a team that's supposed to be massively talented at wide receiver. I look at a team that's supposed to have a very good offensive line, that has a very good quarterback. It has two running backs that would be starters on any team. And even Dalton Schultz has come into his own. I see unbelievable, undoubtable talent. Yes. And I'm not even gonna blame I'm not even gonna blame the defense who didn't seem they didn't seem to be able to get enough pressure, but in fairness, it was the biggest scrambling quarterback they've versed all year. Yeah. So I didn't think they were gonna be able to get too much pressure at times. And listen, it happens. But the defense held them. To enough, in my opinion. Held him to enough. Gave up three touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Three touchdowns. You should be able to beat a team 
if you give up three touchdowns. Yeah. And you have an offense. You have an offense at home. At home is averaging thirty eight and a half points a game. Okay, so your offense should be able to move. You're talented. You're the Cowboys. You're the big bad Cowboys. And then you you go in, you go home, you verse Kyler Murray, and you absolutely lay an egg. Absolutely lay an egg. You're supposed to be this talented, talented team. And all these coaches are are everybody's getting signing bonuses and Kellen Moore is going to be a head coach. And let me tell you something. Kellen Moore is not ready to be a head coach yet. We could, we can jump off the wagon. Now he's not ready to be a head coach yet. He has to figure out what it means to get figured out. And right now his offense is not clicking. I don't know why they can't really run the ball. I don't know why the run, the, the passing schemes are not opening up. I don't know how Amari Cooper is not getting the ball. It's just that I'm not, and I'm not saying Amari Cooper is the best wide receiver on, on the team, but when they know you're going to go to CD Lamb most of the time, they're going to cover CD Lamb. Of course. Oh, and you're gonna and you're gonna check down to to Dalton Schultz. Well, that's fine. Check down to Dalton Schultz. I want you to check down to Dalton Schultz because you're not moving the ball. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing. The same shit from this team. It's not even – it's never – when they're really good, I mean, damn, man, they look like the best team in the NFL. But when they're bad, man, they're bad. I mean, go- I mean they can't, can't even get out of their own fucking way. You can't catch a fucking ball. When you're supposed to catch the fucking ball, dude, doesn't that you shit create... just chap your ass so much? And it's and it's on third down. That's the and worst the holding part. Calls. The worst part. Uh, the holding calls. How many times are we gonna get fucking penalized for the same fucking shit? The same thing. It happens week in and week out. And the crazy part is the way they're losing is exactly the same way. Every loss. And the truth is, you're way too talented to lose. So against the NFC East, you dominate. I mean, literally, we've been daddy this entire time. And to be honest, there's there's really no point in even playing against the Eagles. Oh, no. I mean, you you can give them the game. It don't matter. They're going in. Yeah. They're going to want to hurt you. It doesn't really matter. But I'll tell you why you shouldn't rest people. Because they don't deserve the rest. Yeah, I mean, look, this was an Arizona team that has not looked good over the past month at all. They didn't even have Jannard Hopkins in. Like, their (sighs) offense hasn't been clicking. Dude, how do you? I mean, you could have just they gotta stop because every now the articles that I've seen that come out they go, oh, well, at least against the Philadelphia Eagles they can have a, a a nice get right game. To go to the postseason. You need get right games by week 17 and 18. You need a get right game. You yeah. don't see the goal that's in front of you. You don't get that you're the Dallas Cowboys. And that every fucking team in the NFL wants to beat your ass. Because you haven't done anything since 96. You haven't done anything. You're not nobody, nobody feels a threat by the Dallas Cowboys. Because the Dallas Cowboys play better on the road than they do at home. 
in a weird, weird fucking way. Yeah. But except for this game, this game, well, this game, we really sucked the big one at home again. So to go in the playoffs, I, I definitely, if I'm a Cowboys fan, would not feel confident. Now, I will say, yes, absolutely. Officiating was pretty horrendous. Some pretty shit calls. Some pretty, I can't believe, bullshit calls. I could have sworn the guy was out of bounds. They said, no, he's not out of bounds. You got to use your timeout. Then all of a sudden, well, that could have been a fumble right there. Uh, yeah. Should have been reviewed. Whether whether it was or whether it wasn't, I'm, I don't care what CeeDee Lamb says. I don't care what Dallas Cowboy fans say. It's very frustrating. But here's the craziest part. If you play to your potential, it doesn't matter if you get fucked on one call. It, it won't matter because yeah. you put the game away. It shouldn't. It shouldn't come down to that one call. It should not. And and I've I've said that one for years, and that's been one of their problems. Well, you know what, man? We were starting to charge down the field. Then charge down the field in the first quarter. Yeah. And I in mean... the second quarter, charge down earlier. Don't charge down now. Oh, you want to charge down in the last three minutes? Would you just wake the fuck up? Yeah. Would you go. Oh shit, we gotta win the game. <laughs> you should have fucking won this game. Even if they would have stumbled and they would have still won by ten points, they'd been like, "Hey, you looked you you looked good enough. You got the the win, and this was against a good team, and you're still in second place." And guess what that means? If you keep winning, you'll have to go against. Most likely, it would have been the Eagles again. I'm not sure if it will be now, but it would have been most likely the Eagles. And guess what? Guess who you you've been owning all year? The NFC East. Yeah. So I, you like your chances? Because I think at this point, I think you play Arizona again. I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so. I believe it will be Arizona. So, I, I mean, believe it'll be Arizona. Now, granted, everyone, all the entire team says, "Yeah, we definitely want a second shot at them." And apparently, Cliff Kingsbury was like, "Yeah, we don't really want to see them again." Whatever. I, I listen. Nobody cares. You should have beaten them the first time. Okay. Well, now we have extra motivation. No, I didn't know you needed extra motivation. You, you, you haven't need... done anything since 1996. You need extra motivation yeah. still. You I should. didn't know you needed that. You're all paid athletes. You're all big time uh, talent, and now all of a sudden you need extra motivation. That's insane to me. It's just, dude. It, it's gonna come down to, and we've said this over the past couple of years of how good is Dak against those playoff teams? And if you look at the record, he's not good. He's not particularly good against those 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 better teams in the in the league. No, I'm not. No, he he he. No, he definitely he definitely hasn't. And to be honest, the team hasn't been better against those kind of teams. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, when when you watch the way they first the playoff teams, they drop passes, they make holding calls, they do all kinds of stupid ass shit. I mean, uh, to a point where I go, do I have to look at Mike McCarthy and go, so can you just not get this team ready at all? Are they not ready to play at the end of the week? Do they think? And my grandfather used to say, do you think that you just put the, the star on the helmet and show up on Sunday and people go, oh, shit, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Let's not play today. Let's go next week. Like, nobody is skipping town on your ass. They yeah. want your ass. You know? I, and listen, yeah. do I think do I think they can play against Arizona better the second time? Well, uh, you'd hope so. I mean, Will it, I be nervous? Absolutely. I mean, if you if you can't play better, then you're going home. Then your season's over. Yeah, I mean, who wants it more? And that's and th- I get it. I get it. If if you beat them, that's fantastic, Nick. Right? That's, yes. All right. Great. You guys, you guys turned around. But buyer 
beware. The next game will be against the Green Bay Packers. And every Dallas Cowboys fan knows their last two big runs were ended by the Green Bay Packers. And I don't like Dak Prescott throwing at a cold stadium in Lambeau. Yeah, no. But maybe, just maybe, this one time, they could do the one thing that I've said that they needed to do against Green Bay, and they never would do it, and that was stick to a run game. Because they would never stick to the run game against Green Bay. I mean, just looking at the stats from the Cowboys, not one person had over 55 yards of offense. Nope. I mean, aside from Dak nope. throwing it. Zeke had nine carries for 16 yards. Yep. They, they shut down that run game so quick. And even then, you have people like, well, Gallup who got hurt, right? Amari yep. Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Zeke coming out of the backfield. Your leading receiver is Dalton Schultz with 54 yards. And they're all checkdowns. So what, what are you really, like, what is going on that this team now can't perform? Even, even against going... A good team, you should still be able to put some kind of points. From what I saw, was just incompetence for three quarters. You can't, you Absolutely. can't, you can't go three quarters against a playoff team and score seven points. And expect to win? That's not how this works. No, especially now that you're going into the postseason. Listen, no, I'm not even looking at week 18. I get it. Week 18, you want to, you want to rest. I, I actually get it. All right. But yeah. you do need some momentum going into these post into this postseason. Yeah. But yes, you need to be healthy too. But the fact that you got out coached yeah. by Cliff Kingsbury, you got out coached on a team on a on a, a coach who historically historically falls apart. Does not perform well in the second half of the season. And you're Mike McCarthy. So you won a Super Bowl. You've won the Super Bowl. You have kind of – you're supposed to be the, the old veteran guy who – why were you signed to this team for this situation now? From January on, Mike McCarthy is supposed to be able to take the helm, take the reins, and go, I'm going to get us to the Super Bowl. Here's what we're going to do. You guys execute. Because don't get me wrong. I don't care what game plan you put together. If the game plan you put together doesn't get executed, the X's and O's, it's not going to matter. Yeah. I mean, let's face that. That's the truth. And also, like, it's just not going to happen. And also, not for nothing, McCarthy's not the one out on the field. You can you can draw all this yeah. stuff up, and it can work theoretically on paper and everything. But your your players need to make a fucking play. I mean, you can't oh, you, you can't blame McCarthy for for them dropping passes on third down, balls that are right in their hands and dropping. It's just yeah that that there is nothing that the coaching staff can do about that. No, you got. You have to be able to execute, and if you can't yes. execute, it's. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, it's just, uh, dude. I've been saying it for a little while. It's it's scary for Dallas because they are super talented. It's just, oh the, my god, yes. When the big game comes around, it's just like they don't wake up in time, and like yeah, they no. they sh- they should have beat this this Cardinals team. We've been saying it. Yes. You can look at the record. Look, they they got. Blasted by the Lions two weeks ago, they yep. should have they should have beat the shit out of the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins not being there. Murray's still kind of banged up. That defense is like th- there's so many aspects of this Cardinals team that you should have beat the shit out of them. 
This was yeah. a game that that you should have playing at home. Nonetheless, you should have beat them, and you probably should have beat them pretty badly. Um, oh, I would think so. Absolutely. But, and then you could have said, okay, well, we got our win against a playoff team, a good playoff team that we'll probably have to see again at some point. But yeah. it didn't. It just fell apart. I don't know. I don't know where Z. Like we said, they're, the Dallas's wins have mainly come against teams that are relatively bad. Yes. They 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 are. I mean, you need you need games like this more during the season to to get you yeah. ready for the games in the playoffs. And it just sim- like they just disappeared. They weren't even they weren't even at the stadium for 3 quarters. It's like how no, they forgot. They forgot to play. And like if you're forgetting to play in week 17 going into the playoffs, that's not good. Yeah. Then what the hell are we talking about? Because now... I mean, honestly. Because now you, you don't have any momentum. You could have taken the, the ass-beating that you gave Washington. You could have taken that and and went out and put up and dropped 35 on Arizona. And kept, yep. and kept this thing rolling for however long. Until you had to see yeah. Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Yeah. But it just... It didn't happen. And it didn't... It wasn't even like... It really didn't even look competitive at times. No. Where it's just like, like this team is supposed to be so good and so loaded, they, they can't even move the fucking ball now. It's just like, what, yeah. what do you want us to do? Now we can't catch? We can't? Uh, Cooper or Lamb can't get open? Where my best option is Dalton Schultz? Zeke averaging less than two yards a carry? What What, is, ha- what is going unacceptable. on? unacceptable. It's unacceptable for a team with this much talent. And you can't... It's unfucking believable You can't win games like that. Especially better no. teams. Because, like we said, Arizona has, has dropped drastically. And if you go against a good team like Tampa Bay or the Rams, they're not going to let you back in. They're no, just, they're they're just gonna they're going to keep going. Yeah, they're and not going to And I'm not even shit. saying Arizona played a good game either. Because there are times where yeah. they just didn't look good either. So it's like no, they, what, uh, they did. They did enough in the beginning to yeah to just, to just hold them over. off. But I think there's genuine cause for concern about this this Dallas team moving forward. I think this is just the start of what can be an ugly end for this team. Not saying it will yeah. be. I just but I could see that I, that's how this goes. I've seen this story before, and that's it, why I can see it. And it's just. It's just like, can they, if they lose, a lot of the times it's because they got in their own way. A lot of the time they get in their own way, they keep digging themselves a hole. They keep digging themselves a hole, and then they don't leave enough time at the end to get out of it. And it happens every fucking year. And it's happened in every single loss this year. And like, you're down, you're down what, 22 to 7 after the third? Yeah. Or... So your defense held them. Let's let's be completely clear. The defense struggled at times, but the defense held them enough. They they gave you a chance to win the game. Yep. And not for nothing, they they did what they needed to to keep this offense in the in the game. And the offense is like, no thanks. Yeah, now nah, we're okay. And... We're okay, and I get it. The defense didn't get a turnover, but come on, guys. 
You yeah. can't get a turnover every single game. It, sometimes it just doesn't happen. And look, the, the fumble. But you should be able to win without that. Yeah, I mean, it should have been a fumble at the end of the game too, but they didn't have a timeout. Yeah. They didn't have a timeout to challenge. If they would have, if they would have had a timeout to challenge, they would have gotten the ball. And there's a chance yeah, that they, I, they probably would have scored. And I and listen, I get the argument too. I understand the argument of, well, they said he wasn't out of uh, he wasn't out of bounds, and he looked like he was out of bounds. Listen, I'll give you that. I'm not going to argue that either. Yeah. But if you just played the game the way you you potentially could, it should it should it, come it down doesn't to that. come up to that. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't come down to drastic problems at the end. Yeah. I don't know. There's a genuine concerning issue going on there, and they they need to figure it out because. That's all they got left is good teams. I mean, they have one more week this week, but it really doesn't and that's matter. Atlanta. It really and doesn't you matter. Be, you shouldn't be going, oh, this is going to be our get our get it together kind of game. What do you mean get it together, bro? You should have it together. It's Talk week 17. Shit. You should have it together. And look, not for nothing, a get-right game against an, an NFC East opponent. I mean, sure, you can have it, but you shouldn't – you should be more than motivated – and you should be more right than anything else yes. to be ready for the playoffs. Because yeah. even the Eagles are, are a playoff team, which you should beat. Yeah, you, should, you should beat the Eagles. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you but, should. But, again, at the same time, you're probably going to have to go against Arizona again, and they're, they're going to be saying the same thing. Well, we got them once. Why can't we do it again? Why not? And then if you beat them, and if everything works out the way, I mean, look, it's probably going to be Green Bay, in Green Bay. Yes. Well, that and uh, trust me, I've I've looked at that situation before for for damn sure, and that's why I'm saying buyer beware because yeah. I've it, it's a thing. It's just it needs to it needs to be rectified, and I don't know if there's enough time for it to be rectified at this point because it shouldn't it, shouldn't have to come down to these last two weeks to get it going against good teams. It should have been. Yeah. It should have been that way all year. And yeah. it's just sometimes you got to say too little too late. I'm not going to say that because fortunately for you, you still have one more week and then you have the playoffs against a team that if you could start off a little bit better, you win the game. Yes. So you can't – I don't think completely freaking out over it is the right attitude. Not saying that. I'm just saying in general. But – yeah. This, this is an Arizona team that you could have them, and you can probably beat them pretty badly. You just need to start the game faster. Yeah, you just got to get out of your own fucking way and get your yeah. head out of your own ass. So, I mean, there is there is cause for concern. Um, You can kind of hover over the panic button. But again, at the end of the day, you still have a loaded roster who's going to get healthy over the next couple weeks that yeah. you'll probably see a team that you should have beat already. It's just a matter of game planning for it and executing it. I mean, look, I think you need to get Zeke the ball more. 1.8 yards per carry is simply not enough, especially come playoff time. You need to be able to manage that clock, especially against Kyler Murray, against quarterbacks like Brady and Rodgers and Stafford. You're going to have to dominate time of possession in order to beat these teams because – from what I've seen, that cannot keep up with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady 
especially like better teams like that, he struggles yeah. to keep up. And if you have to put the da- the ball in Dak's hands, down by 14, I mean, the game could be over. Not saying Dak can't do it, but to make it that much harder on yourself and your team, it's just not it's it's not favorable. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so to wrap the show up, we have one more thing. One more thing. That was Big Ben's last game in Pittsburgh. Yep. Man, what a uh, look at the end. At the end of the day, I just want a quarterback that I can watch them retire after 18 years of playing for my team, and just and just be happy that it happened. Right, like. Big Ben, I know there's allegations against him and from the past or whatever, but on the field, this dude has done it all. Yep. And you wanted to happen. Yeah. I mean, look, I can only hope that I have a quarterback that lasts that long for the Jets and that has won a Super Bowl and that has done all these things. Um. But no, it was super nice to see. I mean, the game the game itself was boring as shit. Let's be honest. Um, the game was not that entertaining. Um, yeah. But the Browns suck. And Pittsburgh is just... I don't know. They, they lack oomph. Maybe it is Big Ben, but I'm not about to shit on Big Ben in his last home game, so... I'm going to take that off the table. But Yeah, come on now. I mean, it, it, it was super nice seeing him like go around the stadium, like give high fives and everything. Um, yeah, like him crying with kids and everything. I mean, that's it's super nice. It's it's heartwarming essentially, but um, I mean, look, it, it's another, it's just another guy, another icon that's that's leaving. I mean, look, how many yeah. how many do we have left? We have two left, in Rodgers yeah. and Brady, and then that that's it, man. That's, that's all the young bloods. <laughs> I mean, we had we had Breeze, we had the the Mannings, even though Peyton is. Far and away better than Eli. Um, yes. I mean, you could even throw Rivers in there too, even though he never really won a big game. But he's still an icon in, in the Chargers organization. And now, yeah. And now Pittsburgh's with with Big Ben. It's just, I don't, I don't know. It's gonna. It's super weird to see that these guys just aren't around anymore because we grew up with them. We grew with them, so it's like. It's cool, but it at the, it's bittersweet almost. And uh, because it's the end of an era, and yeah, you know Ben always got it done. Yeah, and except for this year, and the last couple of years. But I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's just bad. yeah, he got old. Yeah, um, yeah. Again, Brady is just defying time at the moment. <laughs> doing yeah, what he's doing. Yeah, no. um, I don't. Tom, I don't think you're going to see that again. No, nah, and look. <laughs> um, He's done it all. I mean, there's not much more you can ask for from from Big Ben in Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. no. I mean, Absolutely he's not. he's played through a bunch of shit. Um, he's he's played through the AB era, <laughs> essentially. Yes, which is which is basically Tomlin's uh uh biggest, you know. Yeah, that's that's Tomlin's him. biggest achievement. It's not even win the Super Bowl. It's surviving the AB drama. And look, yeah. and another takeaway is is TJ Watt. It's just a freak. He is. Oh my god. He is not fair. I mean, no, not at th- all. this this defense beat the shit out of 
Baker Mayfield this week. It wasn't even fair. Like, every play, they were in the backfield. I'm like, are you going to help this dude? Now, Baker's yeah. saying that he's going to get surgery on his, on his shoulder and all this stuff. I'm like, good, dude. Like, your team is out. Like, your team kind of has been out for a little while. Record-wise, maybe not, but, like, just the way that you, you guys are playing is just not good enough. And, I mean, you have you might some, as well. You have some decisions moving forward with Baker Mayfield. I think you have I think you have him for one more year. And then after yeah. that it's gonna be it's gonna be either you pay him a little bit or just dump him and recycle it. But I mean that team just completely fell apart too. And there's not much else that you can really do about that. But um yeah, congrats to Big Ben on a career. I mean it's been fun to watch you. Hate hate yeah. to see what it looked like at the end there, but you know. It happens. Yeah, well, happens some man. of us sometimes it, it does not end the way they would like it to end. Yeah, and yeah. they don't look the way they would like it, you know, they would like to look. Yeah. And so. You know what shit happens, time time catches up with everybody, so I mean it is what it is, yeah. man. It, it's still a, a career that you can look back and if you're a Steelers fan you can say, Wow, I watched one of the best in Steelers history and if you're just a casual football fan, you're like, Yeah, Big Ben was a fucking good good ass quarterback. I would love to have a guy like Big Ben on my team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much the show. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I know some MLB stuff is not going right still. Yeah, I'm not even looking forward to the MLB season. I don't, you know. That's even if there is one. uh, Exactly. I haven't even paid attention to MLB. Dude, it's just, I heard that they still have not even met about negotiations or anything yet. Yeah, that's what I heard. Jesus Christ. Cam, like 30 days. Cam Makers was a full participant at practice today. Jesus Christ, that dude's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, well, if there's nothing else, uh, you want to tell people where to find you? You can find me at Johnny Mons on Twitter. I can save your life one tweet at a time, only one. Just one. No, no more. Just one. Look, I'm trying to save the Cowboys' life, but it's look, <laughs> not happening right now. Look, if you're if you want more than one tweet from John, you're gonna have to pay for that. You're gonna have to pay for that. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, dbor2730. That's d b o r two seven three zero on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasting, on all major podcast platforms: SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Brotherhood of Podcasting on everything. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys are safe. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Catch you on the flippity-flip.